0: a lot can happen in three years like a chat bot maybe your new best friend but what won't change
1: needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer
0: flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states learn more at uh1.com
1: hello and welcome to saving lives in slow motion today i'd like to talk about toxic people. Now, is there even such a thing as a toxic person? I think most of us know at least one person who is difficult and, for want of a better phrase, drains our energy. And one of the reasons I'm covering this as a topic is... I I see people day in day out with a variety of presentations you know and one of the things I often wonder is look you know I I even say to patients I say if I spent a week you know shadowing you in your life I'd be able to help you a lot more because I'd have much more insight into what's going on in your life and how it's impacting your health and there are so many reasons for physical and mental health issues cropping up, one of which is toxic people. Now later on I'm going to cover different types of toxicity, but I thought a good starting point might be to look at what makes someone become a victim of a toxic person. So toxic people actually seek out, or can seek out, people with particular traits. And If you want a recap of certain themes that would be useful for this episode to fall into context, then have a listen to the episode on relationships. But going back to what makes a person attractive to a toxic person who's looking for prey, if you like, are these characteristics. So if you're kind and caring, generous, forgiving, trusting and trustworthy, someone who always puts themselves last quite sensitive, not particularly um, assertive and and quite, you know, self-critical and diffident and possibly anxious, then you definitely fit the bill for a toxic person to take advantage of you. I don't know whether that applies to you or whether that's making you think about people you know around you. So sticking with the practical, the other thing that you ought to probably do is is think about how you feel when you're with a person that you think might be toxic. So generally, these people make you feel unhappy, exhausted. Um, You feel pressured by them and obliged to do things that you wouldn't necessarily do if it was totally by your own choice. And often they make you feel guilty for not doing what they want. Um, They're pretty demanding And the relationship tends to be very one way, where they take and you just give. Um, So if that rings true, then again, you may be in the company of a toxic person. And if you add into that the fact that you're scared of them or, or you fear them, then that is a definite red flag. Okay, I wanted to jump straight in there. So I've gone in from the viewpoint of the person who's the victim, if you like, of the toxic person. And I think my way of thinking about it is is really someone who makes you feel uncomfortable repeatedly. In my book, is probably toxic. So actually, recently, I met someone at a get-together And um, I've met this person several times before, but each time I meet them, I notice these traits. They're extremely controlling. They don't really listen to what you're saying. They talk over you and they always think they're right. And you know, I've probably seen this person, I don't know, 10 times in the last 20 years. But each time I see them, and maybe it's because I've done some inner work on myself, not, not masses, but I have done some, I just get irritated by them and think, do you know what? I don't think I like you and I don't think you've got a good energy about you. So I kind of make small talk and walk off because I think they're probably quite toxic, but that's a luxury because I don't have to see them very often and I bump into them at social events. What if you're working with someone or living with someone who makes you feel the way I described earlier? Now, that's a reality for a lot of people. And, you know, without labelling too accurately, I guess one thing we've got to remember is what makes a person, you know, who they are is their behaviours. And it might be kinder to think of the toxic person as someone who has toxic behaviours. And if you think of the behaviours that are toxic, they're things like crossing boundaries or game playing, manipulating, gaslighting, bullying, undermining. But as always, that's all well and good. What can we do about it? I mean, the easiest thing would be to avoid these people or they they move away so that they don't continue to be a drain on you. But that's unlikely to happen. It depends on, on what kind of toxicity you're dealing with. So for example, if you've got someone who's constantly asking you to do things and you're saying yes when you mean no, you've got to learn to say no. And it can be really hard if the toxic person's really persuasive, but you've got to stick to your guns. It's what I like to call the broken record technique, where you just say no repeatedly in different ways. Another example of a type of toxic person, the person who Always thinks they're right and wants the last word. Do you know what? My way of dealing with this group is just saying that they're right. And actually they miss out because they're not really listening to you. So they won't get the best out of anyone because they always think they know best. Better to just let them think that in some ways. And sometimes they learn because they realize that they were wrong in retrospect. And that's sometimes not a bad thing. But there are just so many types of toxicity. I think that from a safety point of view, if if someone is harassing you or bullying you, then that needs reporting and dealing with, obviously. But a lot of the time, these toxic people are just below that threshold. They're very clever. They manipulate and they control. And, you know, I've seen this at close quarters with people I know in work environments as well. And sometimes, you know, it's one of these things where everyone knows that this person's toxic, but no one's talking about it. Um, Or the opposite, where everyone knows and it's pretty open, but no one does anything about it. So the really big trap with a toxic person is thinking that somehow you need to fix things or, you know, it's your fault. And that's where things go wrong because you just become more and more frustrated and exhausted because you're trying to take responsibility for someone else's actions which are unpleasant and make people feel uncomfortable. I think also, although it's not very scientific, there's something about the vibe that someone gives off. I remember years ago, my wife and I were in the back of a taxi and we were um, living in a flat in North London at the time and the block that we lived in you had to sort of drive in to the communal car park to 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 drop us off if it was you know raining or or we'd sometimes just get off on the main road and walk the last 20 yards or whatever it was but one night um, this chap picked us up and um, he just seemed sort of mean you know and although it was raining heavily we felt like we couldn't ask him to drive in side the block and we kind of got out in the road, and and both my wife and I turned around and went, yeah, he had a really odd vibe about him, didn't he? You know, there was this, it's, it's sometimes called transference, where you just pick up on an emotion that is really being kind of directed at you from someone. It's a really odd feeling. But again, temporary, you know, and not the same as being surrounded by someone who is giving off that vibe. The other thing to remember, of course, is sometimes the the person with the toxicity isn't always giving off those bad vibes they just leave you feeling rubbish so in the show notes i'm gonna post some links um and i've purposely avoided using specific terminology um in terms of personality disorders for example because I don't think that they're always particularly fair. And, you know, we use words like narcissist in common parlance these days. But as with, with all of these topics that I try and cover, um, it's just, it's got to be relevant to you. You know, if you find someone toxic, then you find someone toxic or their behavior is toxic. I'm just going to leave you with a story before we do a recap on what to do if you identify someone as being toxic or having toxic behaviours. I've told this before on another episode, but it's, it's something that I have seen more than once. And that is that people can become physically, I say that again, physically and mentally unwell from having a toxic person in their life. Time and time again, I have seen people with real physical symptoms, um, sometimes very difficult to explain, Um, at other times, you know, cardiological events or um, joint pains, all all sorts of things. And the way the story ended was, do you know what, Dr. Pandra, I I realised I was in a toxic relationship and my partner was manipulating me and controlling me and and the astonishing thing is how much their health had gone back to normal it doesn't happen overnight but it's a real thing and this is one of the reasons why you know a toxic individual is is worth avoiding so that's rule number one if you can avoid the person altogether do that the second thing is set boundaries say no if you mean no and really stick to your guns Remember not to try to fix things. And I would personally talk to other people about it just to offload really and also to validate the fact that you're not imagining it. And the last thing is never be indebted to them. Whatever you do, don't ask them for any favours because they will pretty much always want a lot more from you in return okay so that was toxic people quite a short episode but i think quite important it's something that does affect a lot of people i'd love to hear from you have you been affected by a toxic person either in terms of relationships or at work or at home um it can be a difficult thing to talk about i know um, but do let me know your thoughts um, also Thank you again for listening. I really do appreciate the feedback that I get. Do get in touch with me on socials like Instagram or Twitter or on my Facebook page. And I would also love some suggestions for podcast episodes. So if there's something you want me to talk about, please let me know. In the meantime, until we meet again, until next week, do look after yourselves. Take care. And until next time, bye for now.